Today is the 3rd of January, 2020. Welcome to Walking the Way. My name is Ray. I really want to say thank you to everyone for listening in. As we continue to have time where we explore Scripture together, we pray together, we think about what Scripture means together. In other words, we have a regular rhythm of worship together. Before we start, there's just some things I need to mention, some notices, if you will, almost like church this. If you would like to download the script, don't forget you can download the script. The link is in the show notes. If you'd like to support Walking the Way, again, the link to support Walking the Way through Give, Send, Go is in the show notes. And then if you'd like more information about the podcast itself, head to rayborrett.co.uk. If you're joining us for the first time, apologies about the admin, but let me explain that each episode follows a really simple pattern. It's easy to pick up as we go along. And we always start each episode of Walking the Way with our opening prayer. So let's pray, shall we? O God of the still, small, quiet voice, quiet our inner spirit. Help us to focus upon you and you alone, to hear your voice within. Lord, there are so many other voices demanding our attention, but we cannot attend to them without you. Be still and know that I am God, you say to us, as you said to Elijah. May your voice speak through us. In weakness be our strength. In poverty be our wealth. In depression our joy. In apathy our love. Lord, we cannot sing love's song unless it be your voice singing in us. So take this heart and with this mouth make your praise and thanksgiving a reality here and now. We ask this because of, and in the name of our Messiah Jesus. Amen. Psalm 119, verses 45 and 46. I will walk in an open space, for I seek your precepts. I will speak of your testimonies also before kings and will not be ashamed. It's an interesting verse today, but the intriguing thought that keeps coming to mind is the thought that the only way we as people of God get to speak truth to those in power is if we seek God's ways first. And that's the primary thing that allows us to speak truth to those in power, the freedom that we find in God. That's both intriguing, but actually deeply challenging. I'm talking about prophets here. And the idea of the prophet in a church today is either someone who is very strange and probably more like the idea of John the Baptist, or is someone who stands on street corners and shouts. And yes, the prophets of the Old Testament, and probably the New Testament, could be eccentric. But the vast majority of them were ordinary people who found themselves in extraordinary circumstances. They were not universally popular, that's for sure. But while they did some very strange things, and if you were with us last year, you'll know some of the very strange things they did, they could do and say those things because they held firm that the belief that God had called them. And the knowledge that they spoke the truth of God gave them the freedom to be honest and to challenge the status quo. The correct definition of a prophet is someone who speaks on behalf of God to a specific audience. 
That means every time we confront injustice or every time we take a stand on equality, we run the risk of being prophetic. There is a proviso given in this verse, though. Our liberty to speak truth in power is dependent on our ability to understand and comprehend what God wants. And where do we get that knowledge? Primarily through Scripture. But God doesn't exclude our experiences, our traditions, and our thinking. They all speak to our understanding of who God is and what God wants for this world. We seeking God's precepts is the language of the psalmists. So at the start of this week, are you willing to be the voice of God in your circumstances? If you seek God's will, then you'll have the freedom to be a prophet. And in some cases, you may not actually have a choice but to. We're going to have our first piece of music for today, just to give us some time to center our thoughts on God, to see if we can hear the still small voice of God that we prayed about. And then we're going to get into our Bible readings. And in today's Bible reading, we read about how Jesus describes the destruction of Jerusalem. We'll see you on the other side. Let's ask God to speak to us through the scriptures this morning, shall we? 
Father, we ask that you would prepare our hearts as we read Scripture today. Speak to us through the words of your Son, that we might clearly see what you would have us hear. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Our Bible readings this week are taken from the modern English version, and we're reading Matthew 24. Jesus departed from the temple and was leaving when his disciples came to show him the temple buildings. Jesus answered them, Do you not see all these things? Truly I say to you, not one stone will be left here upon another that will not be thrown down. As he sat on the Mount of Olives, the disciples came to him privately, saying, Tell us, when will these things be? And what will be the sign of your coming and of the end of the age? Jesus answered them, Take heed that no one deceives you. For many will come in my name, saying, I am the Christ, and will deceive many. You will hear of wars and rumors of wars. See that you are not troubled. For all of these things must happen, but the end is not yet. For nation will rise against nation, and kingdom against kingdom. There will be famines, epidemics, earthquakes in various places. All of these are the beginning of the sorrows. Then they will hand you over to be persecuted and will kill you and you will be hated by all nations for my name's sake. But many will fall away and betray one another and hate one another. And many false prophets will rise and will deceive many, because iniquity will abound and the love of many will grow cold. But he who endures to the end shall be saved. And this gospel of the kingdom will be preached throughout the world as a testimony to all nations, and then the end will come. So when you see the abomination of desolation spoken of by Daniel the prophet standing in the holy place, let the reader understand. Then let those who are in Judea flee to the mountains. Let him who is on the housetop not go down to take anything out of his house. Let him who is in the field not return to take his clothes. Woe to those who are with child and to those who nurse in those days. Pray that your escape will not be in the winter or on the Sabbath. For then will be great tribulation, such as has not happened since the beginning of the world until now. No, nor ever shall be. Unless those days are shortened, no one will be saved. But for the sake of the elect, those days will be shortened. For if someone says to you, look, here is the Christ, or there he is, do not believe it. For false Christs and false prophets will arise and show great signs and wonders to deceive if possible, even the elect. Listen, I have told you beforehand. So if they say to you, look, he is in the desert, do not go there. Or look, he is in the private chambers, do not believe it. For as the lightning comes from the east and flashes to the west, so will be the coming of the Son of Man. Wherever the carcass is, there the eagles will be gathered together. Immediately after the tribulation of those days, The sun will be darkened, the moon will not give its light, the stars will fall from heavens, and the powers of heaven will be shaken. Then the sign of the Son of Man will appear in the heavens, and then all the tribes on earth will mourn, and they will see the Son of Man coming on the clouds of heaven with power and great glory. And he will send his angels with a great sound of a trumpet, and they will gather his elect from the four winds, from one end of the heavens to the other. Now learn this lesson from the fig tree. When its branch becomes tender and grows leaves, you will know that summer is near. So also, when you see all these things, you know that it is near, even at the doors. 
Truly I say to you, this generation will not pass away until all these things take place. Heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will never pass away. Concerning that day and hour, no one knows, not even the angels of heaven, but my Father only. As were the days of Noah, so will be the coming of the Son of Man. For as in the days before the flood they were eating and drinking, marrying and giving in marriage, until the day Noah entered the ark, and did not know until the flood came and took them all away, so will be the coming of the Son of Man. Two will be in the field, one will be taken and the other left. Two women will be grinding at the mill, one will be taken, the other left. Watch, therefore, for you do not know what hour your Lord will come. But know this, if the owner of the house had known what hour the thief would come, he would have watched and would not have let his house be broken into. Therefore you also must be ready, for in an hour when you least expect the Son of Man is coming. Who then is a faithful and wise servant whom his master has made ruler over his household to give them food at the appointed time? Blessed is that servant whom his master will find doing so when he comes. Truly I say to you that he will make him ruler over all his goods. But if that evil says in his heart, My master delays his coming, and begins to strike his fellow servants and eat and drink with the drunkards, the master of the servants will come on a day when he does not look for him, and an hour he is not aware of, and will cut him to pieces, and appoint him his portion with the hypocrites, where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. We're going to have our second piece of music, just to give us some time to think about the bits of scripture that have caught our attention, and after music we'll say our prayers for the day.
Before we say our prayers for today, just a reminder that if you would like us to pray for you, drop us a line through the usual channels, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, email, and our new voicemail service. Check the show notes for the contact details. Like I said at the beginning of the episode, the contacts are there. Click the links. They'll take you to wherever you need to go. Yesterday, I had the privilege of leading a service for the Hartshead Moor Bombing Service at the Hartshead Services on the M62 here in Yorkshire. On the 4th of February in 1974, a busload of troops and their families were on their way home after a weekend away. Irish separatists had put an explosive device in the trunk of the bus. When the device went off, the explosion was so strong that it blew the bus from one side of the motorway to the other. Nine service personnel lost their lives, as long as one of the service personnel's wife and his kids. Every year, on the first Sunday, or the closest Sunday to the 4th of February, the anniversary is marked by the family members and various other organisations like the Royal British Legion. And so today, I would like us to pray for all of those who were involved in the service yesterday. The family and all the emergency service workers that attended to that event as well. Father God, we know that war is hell. And very often, Lord, the victims of war aren't service personnel, but innocent civilians. Father, we pray for all those left behind after the Hartshead Moor bombing. We pray for the family members. We pray for the emergency responders that responded to the bus that was blown up. Father, we think of all those who came to the service yesterday. And we ask, Lord, that there be no bitterness, no hatred in their hearts, but love and forgiveness. For only truly then can we start to bridge the gap between us all. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. And our prayer for today. In my heart I have known such intimacy with you, Lord, known you were always within my reach. I've heard your glorious whisper breaking through the clamour of the world in which I move. I've spent time in silent worship, in places of tranquility and peace. But there are moments when deep in my soul you seem so far away, when the moments of my day are consumed by my own self-interest, ambition and pride when my heart judges and declares my guilt. Draw me close again, Lord. Restore the love I first knew, that I might worship you in spirit and in truth, not only with my lips, but with every moment of my day. We say together the prayer that Jesus taught his disciples. 
Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us and remain with us now and forevermore. Go in peace to love and serve the Lord. You've been listening to Walking the Way. All the details for today's episode can be found in the show notes, including the scripture passages and credits for the prayers. If you'd like to partner with Walking the Way, then head to www.givesendgo.com forward slash walking the way. Make your donation there. And for more information about the podcast or about me, head to rayborrett.co.uk. You can find me on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn. Don't forget, you can also listen to Walking the Way on TuneIn and Radio Public. My name is Ray, and so until next time, I'll be here waiting as we continue Walking the Way. <laughs>